Hello, my friends. Andy coming to you live from Orange County, California. Sorry about that. Didn't have my mic in front of me. Um, I'm in uh, your Belinda, and we'll be talking uh, about um, mostly about Placentia, your Belinda School District. But uh, this message goes out to every parent who has a child or grandchild in school. I have five children that are currently in the Placentia, your Belinda School District. Um, they go to every um, uh, level of, of school here in the uh, Placentia Orlando School District from elementary school, which is Golden, to Tuffrey, which is a junior high school. And next year we'll have two going to El Dorado High School. So um, I have quite a few kids in all the grades. Uh, it's going to be uh, a lot of work to keep up what's going on uh, with, with what's going going to be going on in each one of those uh, schools. But this uh, time that we are in is far past what the title implies, which means it, which says it's past time to take our schools back from the radical left. It's it's more than past time. It's way past time. Um, we've allowed this to go on for far too long. As parents, we've assumed that teachers, that uh, school board members, that uh, school trustees to um, uh, school district uh, leadership actually cares about our children. They don't care about our children other than a couple of the school board members that I know of. Um, they care about power. They care about um, apparently a lot of other things, about looking cool, uh, about um, making sure that uh, they accuse uh, our children and us of being white supremacists, no matter what color we are, right? It doesn't matter what color we are. If we are not for um, you know, sex education for children in kindergarten, if we're not for, not for uh, critical race theory, if we're not for um, uh, boys competing or men competing with our girls in sports, if we're not for any of those things, we're racist. We are, uh, um, uh, what's the other word that they like to use? Not, not biased. There's another word. Oh uh, my gosh, it just escaped me. I'm, I'm just so frustrated. I think that I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm just beside myself uh, with, uh, oh, bigots. You know, they're calling us bigots uh, and a whole number of other things. I've been called about every name there is. Um, one of the cool names I've been called is uh, uh, a, on NBC News, where it was a conservative talk show host, which I thought was pretty cool. But here we are. We're on Facebook. We're we're broadcasting on five different Facebook pages, YouTube, and two Twitter locations uh, to get the word out. So, although uh, I uh, my children uh, and um, my wife's children uh, go to Placentia Yorba Linda School District, uh, I think this is important. As we're seeing across the nation, uh, parents beginning to take control and beginning to speak out. And again, I, I want to make sure that this is clear that it's of all colors, right? We have whites, we have browns, we have blacks, we have uh, uh, all the other colors that are uh, that are out there. Uh, who uh, who have common sense and who love this country and care about what the children are being taught, and um, they are doing the right thing. Um, our, we just want our children to learn how to do math, how to read, how to write, um, how to uh, get along well with others, not to look at another person as an oppressed person or look at another person as a, a white supremacist. We want our children to look at each individual as um, an individual who has the um, uh, who has the potential of being 
somebody great in our community, uh, that they're not being oppressive, not being held back. The only, the only thing holding them back is themselves, right? And, and, and quite possibly uh, uh, parents' uh, non-involvement in their life. And so um, I, I just wanna make sure that um, I make this clear um, that I, we are, uh, you know, those of us that are speaking out are not against any one race or any one color. We are in, we are for our children um, uh, learning in our schools, or we're going to pull them out. And, and so what I just wanted to come on today for a very short period of time, uh, is to kind of get a dialogue started. Uh, unfortunately I was, I had to miss the last couple school board, school board meetings because I recently had surgery for, uh, uh cancer and, um, was still recovering. I just had had the, the cancer when this last school board member or a surgery, not cancer. Well, yes, the, the cancer is gone now too, but it, I just had surgery when this last school board um, meeting it was up and they brought up the issue of, uh, they're not calling it apparently critical race theory, they're calling it ethnic, ethnic studies. And so what they decided to vote for in the last school board meeting, just so you know, in case you haven't heard, uh, in Placetia or Belinda, now this could be happening in your school district if you're not uh, in, in our school district, which again is Placentia or Belinda School District, is they're calling it um, uh, ethnic studies. So what they've decided to do is they, they put up for a vote and the school board members um, voted whether to create a committee to explore ethnic studies. And don't be fooled. It is critical race theory is what they're uh, talking about bringing into the schools. Uh, we need to fight against this, um, um, uh, this type of teaching. We need to fight against this curriculum. It is blatantly um, racist. And uh, you need to know that. You need to know that it is blatantly racist. Um, so, sorry, I was getting a text message that I had to read there. <laughs> and so I'm going to bring to your attention the people here that um, uh, that voted for it. Let me go ahead and bring this up here. And so on the school board, uh, those of you in the Placentia Herbal in the School District, make sure and share this with your friends uh, so that we can know who to not vote for next time and who to vote for. Uh, but Karen Freeman there at the very top, she voted for this uh, committee, uh, again, called Oh, where did it go? Sorry, I keep losing my place because I'm getting texts like crazy. Um, uh, hold on one second. It is called. I just lost it. One more second. What did I just say? What did I just say it was? <laughs> so sorry. Oh, um, they voted for the exploratory committee for the ethnic studies. Uh, Karen Freeman, right there at the top, she voted yes for it. Uh, Carrie Buck voted yes for this committee. And Marilyn Anderson, which we are a little bit shocked with Marilyn because she ran as, a, you know, th this is really a nonpartisan um, uh, position on the school board. But when people were running and contacting us and were at some of the rallies that we were having in our area, uh, Marilyn uh, sold herself as a conservative, um, you know, as far as, you know, how she was going to vote and how she was going to uh, do things with the school board. But um, unfortunately, that's not how she voted on this particular thing. So Marilyn um, voted for a, the exploratory um, uh, committee for the ethnic studies. So Marilyn Anderson, um, uh, a little bit of a turncoat, a little bit of a rhino, apparently, uh, decided that she wanted to uh, bring this racist 
um, uh, form of curriculum uh, closer to being a part of our uh, children's curriculum. So uh, once again, Karen Freeman, uh, Carrie Buck, and Marilyn Anderson all vo voted for this uh, exploratory committee uh, for the ethnic studies, another name for critical race theory, which we do not want in our schools. Uh, I don't care um, where what your view is. If you, if you uh, are for Black Lives Matter, if you're for all this stuff, um, uh, maybe you need to be educated. Uh, you need to understand that you do not want this being brought into our schools because it's going to teach your children, no matter what color they are, either they are white supremacists or they are being oppressed. Both those are bad. Um, both of those things are bad. And we want our children to go to school to learn how to, again, um, uh, to, to, to be educated, to do the right thing. Um, not to be racist or not to feel they're oppressed. Again, both are bad. So let's make sure and, and, and address this issue. So I want to—I just want to bring up those people uh, right off the bat. Those are the ones that voted for it. Uh, thank God we have a couple uh, people with common sense and um, uh, I was going to say huevos, but uh, you know what I mean. Uh, they have the guts to stand up and say we don't. We have Leandra Blades and we have Sean Youngblood who voted against this exploratory um, uh, committee for ethnic studies, Leander Blades and Sean Youngblood. Are, again, people with common sense, people that understand, people that know that uh, calling um, uh, our children racist or calling our children oppressed is not a healthy thing for, for anybody. So we wanna applaud Leandra Blades and Sean Youngblood for doing the right thing. Um, as we go into um, you know the next election cycle when uh, board uh, uh, positions are open, and when we are deciding whether or not we are going to run, we meaning parents uh, within the school district, um, you may have never thought about running for before uh, running for a school board before um, and just thought, you know, let these other goofballs um, uh, run for it. Of course, I'm not talking about Leander and Sean. I'm talking about these other goofballs that just seem to run. They've been in it for a very long time. I think uh, let me go back and look and see here. Um, we have people like um, uh, Karen Freeman, who have been in there since 1989. She was first elected. Karen, is it possible she even has kids or even grandkids that are in the school district? Why is she still in? Why is she still on the school board? Uh, the first time she was elected was 1989. Uh, Carrie Buck was first elected in 2010. Um, uh, so this, uh, they're obviously past their time. Who knows why they're still there? Who knows what their motivation is to, to want to make sure that we uh, teach our children to be racist, that we teach our children to be, uh, the, to be oppressed. Again, there's no middle ground. You're either uh, oppressed or <laughs> you're racist. Um, they're also teaching our children because I've shared um, images, which I don't have on my um on my page right now to be able to share them with you, but they're teaching our children that police are bad. We've, I've showed you the pictures that were uh, put in onto the website for one of the local schools, one of our high schools, that showed that police are bad, that they are racist, that they are uh, um, uh, un unnecessarily arresting uh, minorities. We also know that that's not true. We know that there is, there is no systemic racism in police. I've shared the studies from the FBI. I've shared the studies from major universities who have found no evidence of systemic racism in our police departments. I, of course, been, was a police officer 21 years. 
uh, Leander Blades, who's on the school board. She was a police officer. I believe Sean Youngblood is a fireman. Uh, all of us are fully uh, aware of what um, you know law enforcement entails and what's going on. And we all can tell you that there's no systemic racism in law enforcement. That doesn't mean that there isn't a, an occasional um, uh, you know, hire or somebody that's working in the police department that may be racist. That's a, there's, there's a racist in, 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 med, in the medical industry. There's racist in the um, uh, 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 pole cleaning business. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're gonna have somebody in every one of the indus industries that's gonna be racist, but that doesn't mean the system is racist. You were hearing a lot of people uh, on the uh, left, these radical lefts, when you ask them, explain what systemic racism is. They can't do it. They don't even know what they're saying. They, they've learned this word, uh, kind of like gaslighting. People use this word gaslighting inappropriately, and, and now it's become this big thing to, to say all the time. Uh, but so does this thing called that anytime they want to say something's really bad, they say it's systemic. Uh, and uh, they never can show a study. They cannot show anything that shows that something is necessarily systemic. Systemic racism does not exist in law enforcement. Again, FBI studies have shown it and, and um, studies in major universities have shown the DOJ, I believe is the one who actually did the study. Either way, there's no systemic racism, but they're teaching our children that all police officers are bad, that they, uh, the police officers cannot be trusted and they're evil people. The problem with that is that m many of the children that attend school, their parents are police officers or they've been police officers like me. I have five children that are gonna be in the school district uh, this year, elementary, junior high and high school. And they're gonna be told uh, through, uh, you know, some of these teachers, some of the teachers I know, uh, they've been identified, I've talked about them too, who believe that police officers are, are racist and they're horrible people and the, the, the police need to be defunded. Now, how do you think my children are gonna feel hearing that their dad is a racist and that he belonged to an organization that needs to be defunded because they're bad people? Um, how many people, how many children in the school have parents that are law enforcement officers? A bunch. A bunch. I know a, lot, a bunch of police officers um, uh, that have children that are in the school district. Um, so, uh, and then the last thing I want to bring up is the sex education that's been um, uh, making the rounds, and I believe in California has become part of the curriculum already. Uh, and I'm not sure where it's at in our school district. These are some of the things we need to find out and need to be aware of. And that is where they're teaching children about the you know the 20 or 30 or 100 different genders. They're talking about sodomy. They're talking about how they can get an abortion, all the things that are not for the school to teach, but for the parents to teach. They, they now think that they can do this without having to tell the parents. They think that they can tell the children how to get birth control without telling the parents how to get an abortion without telling the parents. That is not the school district nor the teacher's uh, position um, or uh, their job description to be able to tell our children about these things. It is the parents' job to tell them about these things. They somehow believe that once they've been hired or once they've been voted in, that now they get to cut the parent out of the education, of the sex education, uh, of talking about the um, the issues that are going on in our country that no longer are the parents allowed to teach the children this thing, that they're gonna take it over. Uh, why is this a problem? Is because they spend a lot of time at school, Monday through Friday, they spend at school, they're being immersed in these this critical race theory, in the sex education, in, the fa in, in what they believe is a fact about the police officers being racist and horrible people, that our children are going every day and being bombarded with this stuff, in addition to seeing it on social media. Uh, and so now our children, unfortunately, are being immersed in all of this information 
in, in a, in a way that they cannot escape from. Uh, I talked about this on the other show that I do. It's a, a daily devotional that I do with Hedia. Uh, and I was talking about this, that this is the problem with all everything that's happening right now is that they want to take over everything so that every aspect of what our children's are, are, are listening to reading and experiencing is, are these things that are clearly changing the way that they think. They are beginning now to think that the, 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 the sex is an option, that they aren't necessarily boys or girls, that they could be a number of different things. I just saw a video the other day that somebody, I, I believe the guy is Caucasian, and now he suddenly decided that he's not Caucasian, that he's Asian. And I think, it, I'm not sure if he's gone to another sex too. It's, it's really hard to tell because now he's had some, some, some surgery. He's very young. Um, obviously very lost, but this is the problem. You begin to tell children that they can be another sex, that they can be another race, that, that they, you know, perhaps because of their whiteness that now they, they're going to try to color themselves another color so that they're not racist. Uh, this is the problem that we're creating. Um, it's making it difficult for our children to, um, to deal with the world, thinking that the country is a horrible, miserable place, that, that it's just better not to be alive. We have so many children that are committing suicide in this age group of elementary, junior high and high school. Um, but number one, because they were, uh, you know, couldn't go to school and they couldn't be around with their friends, uh, that they were on all in these Zoom meetings. But now they're being told that they're possibly not the sex that they were born with, that they are all these other things. And their parents who are police officers are racist. Hey, Amy, nice to see you. Thanks for joining. And so um, I just want to bring these things up and let uh, everybody know that this is our, uh, we have a duty uh, to our children. We have a duty to our community and we have a duty to our country. If we don't begin to take these schools back today, actually, if we don't take, if we didn't start like yesterday, we're a little bit too late. So <laughs> we got to get to work. We have a lot of work to do. Um, and we have to contact um, our uh, school board, our um, uh, trustees and our school district and let them know what it is we are going to tolerate and what we're not going to tolerate. Um, in the middle of the night, I was all fired up and I sent off an email and I hope it didn't sound like it was one of those emails written in the middle of the night. It may have, um, but I wanted to make sure that I addressed uh, masking and vaccines. Um, again, another thing that is up to the parents, it's not up to the schools. Uh, it's up to the parents uh, because the reason why it's not up to the schools is because we know through the science that children are not affected by this, uh, uh, this thing. I'm just going to do that. This thing that we've been going through um, like uh, the elderly are, that we know the studies have shown that children are not affected. We know that very few children have been affected by this thing. Uh, but we do also know that they've been given these vaccines and they've been a, a large number of children, more than have been affected by the COVID-19 from what I'm reading and the studies I'm seeing, more being affected by the vaccine than they are being affected by the thing itself. Um, and so what are we doing? Why are we doing this? Why are we endangering our children at a higher level with something that's supposed to be a cure for something they don't get sick with? something that they don't die from. And so here we are giving something that's making them far sicker. And we see, we've heard of children dying um, because of this thing and, and stuck in wheelchairs because of what they're getting in these vaccines. Um, and we're doing that for something that's really not um, uh, at a level of uh, concern. And I'm really dancing around the language here because I know either way it's gonna be taken off, uh, uh, off the air. Um, in on YouTube and Facebook and all these other platforms, but you understand what I'm saying. So I fired off an email 
there's a new study out of JAMA to the Journal of American Medical Association. I'm not sure if I got that right or not. That uh, says that, um, that that they've done research lately. This is a brand new study that came out by JAMA uh, that says that uh, masks are dangerous for kids <laughs> because they're breathing in carbon monoxide. Uh, and um, the study is, is very clear. Uh, something in the 60% range of children that wear masks are, are breathing in this carbon monoxide and it's making them sick. Um, it's not good for them. It's not healthy for them. And the protection, um, uh, the potential protection from these masks is minimal, if anything, uh, against uh, a virus because they're made out of paper and they're made out of cloth and the kids touch them all the time and they wear the same one over and over again that it's just not something that's, it's it's again, we're doing something that. Um, is more harm than if we didn't have them than if we did didn't do it at all. All right, so we're doing something to harm them when in fact if we just didn't do it at all, then they wouldn't be affected at all. So we're doing things to harm them in the idea that we're protecting them, which is just the opposite of what's happening. Uh, the last thing I just uh, heard in another study uh, was that the locking down our country, locking down our children. Uh, in those areas where the lockdowns were the most strictest, there were more illnesses and more deaths than in the places where there were no lockdowns and the children were not um, uh, barred from going to school. So you saw less children affected, less adults affected in areas where there was no lockdown and where there were no mask mandates. And you say a higher percentage of people that were uh, sick and died from the thing uh, when they were locked down uh, and were not attending school. So. It's an upside down world. We know that because you have people like Lori Lightfoot, who are who were uh, was on a press conference the other day. I, if I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't have believed it if I didn't see it with my own eyes. Where she stood there in front of the microphone and some of the cameras, and one of the people asked was asking about the crime that's occurring in her city, and uh, her reply was that I don't know what you're talking about. It's never been safer in Chicago. Lori Lightfoot said. Uh, we call her Beetlejuice, uh, and Beetlejuice said, and it's never been safer. <laughs> in Chicago. Uh, the crime is down in Chicago. We, I don't know what you're talking about. And the only reason you're attacking me is because I'm a black woman. It's the craziest thing you've ever seen. Uh, but again, that is the world that the radical left lives in. And I would just say Democrats, for the most part, they live in this world, which is completely contrary to the truth completely contrary to the truth. They, they're going to tell you that Biden doesn't have a dementia. They're going to tell you that Hunter Biden is one of the smartest people that uh, that, uh, the, that Joe knows. They're going to tell you that wearing masks is safe when in fact wearing masks is not safe for our children. They're going to tell you that we need to vaccine the children when actually less children are being injured from the thing and more children being injured from the solution or from the cure, supposedly. Um, and so we live in an upside down world. We need to take control of our schools we need to make sure and make sure that we need to make sure that was a double. We need to make sure that our voices are heard um, uh, by our school board members, by the trustees and by the school district. Write your letters, stay active, know who's voting. Again, I'm going to go through these board members and placentia you're able in a school district to make sure that it's very clear uh, who voted for this critical race theory in the guise of. Um, oh, hey, I didn't even see you come in. I was so focused on what I was doing. Hedia, come here. Uh, dub, 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 grab a chair. Do you want me here? here, grab this chair. I know. Oh. <laughs> so the people that voted uh, for this um, 
this exploratory committee on the, the critical race, again, was Karen Freeman right here at top, uh, Carrie Buck and Marilyn Anderson. Again, the most shocking is Marilyn Anderson because supposedly she was running on a conservative uh, uh, ticket for the most part, uh, but she voted for critical race theory, this exploratory committee. The ones who voted against it, again, are uh, the people with common sense, and that is Leandra Blades and Sean Youngblood. And so make sure that if you're here in the Placentia Urban School District, that you know which people are voting uh, against our our children. What, um, you know, we're gonna have five children, I was telling everybody uh, that are gonna be in the school district. That's a lot. Woohoo, that is. Oh, there we go. Uh, five children that, it'll be hard, but I, mean, I, I don't know if I want my children to go to school. In uh, one that is, I know, what are we gonna do? Uh, we have to find a different school. Um, if they are putting in this sex education, this teaching children as young as uh, kindergarten about anal sex, about where they can go for um, you know abortion and all those kinds of things. They're also teaching critical race theory, um, and and potentially uh, you know still thinking about making um, uh, vaccines mandatory. I mean, it's just like what? How are we going to send our kids to something like that? What are your thoughts? I have to say that I <laughs> I have. I've walked an interesting road in this. Mm. Uh, before I was Christian, my daughter went to Muslim school, extremely strict, uh, wore clothing down to her um, wrists, to her feet. <laughs> Sorry. And, um, and then ever since we've been Christian, she's gone to conservative Christian schools. And yet she's bombarded by social media, friends, and, and I mean, even now I've, I've eliminated her social media accounts and she still finds it on the internet. Like, I mean, there's just so much you could do mm -hmm. about protecting their environment. And something I learned a long time ago before I had any kids from my brother who has six children. And he's like, listen, the discipline and education of your children starts at home. Mm. He's like, it's not the school because they're gonna be exposed to so many things anyways. They have to understand their values at home and I really think that for the most part, for our kids, that's for sure. Yep. And um, like, I don't think sex education is going to teach them anything they're not learning in a movie or mm. on a TV show that they, they're going to watch. And if they don't watch it at our house, they watch it at a friend's house. So I just think it's an opportunity for us to have conversations. I think you and I are really open with our children and we are constantly peppering them with questions. <laughs> yeah. So I think if we all left the school, then how do we ever take the schools back? Hmm. And and my um, I remember as my daughter going through conservative, very expensive Christian schools, one of the best in the country, and what she was exposed to was horrific. Hmm. I mean, it was horrific. But so, we're seeing that. We heard that from Frank Turek at our church the other day. That uh, his son, her, his daughter, that yeah. his uh, a friend of his, a uh, friend of his daughter went all through Christian schools, hmm. was the top evangelist at their campus, and then went and decided she was going to be an atheist. You know at college. So I know with my experience with my daughter, it's been um, no matter what I've tried to instill, she seems to be going a different direction, but it's a, it's a source of constant conversation. Right. And um, we just have to, I don't know, rely on the Lord to kind of help us. Hi, Amy. <laughs> Amy's on. Hello, Amy. Um, uh, and what are your thoughts about the, um, the, the vaccines? And I mean, we're seeing children getting injured by these vaccines. I, and I, and I just, 
Um, and these are healthy kids. They were healthy when they got the shots. And now one, one that I know of is in a wheelchair. So we're, we've been hearing about uh, the inflammation of the heart in some children. Yes. Um, a bunch of these things. Again, as I was saying earlier, for something that is not um, a, a thing that it's, the children are not the ones that we are, are concerned about. And, and this is the whole thing about this, about this, this thing. Uh, that's all I want to say, because if I say the name, it's going yes. to get, it's gonna get uh, brought down. Um, but I understand vaccinating the elderly because there's so many that are affected by it, right? So many that are at risk if they get it. And so you want the vaccine. But here we have children that aren't being affected by it. And we see studies where they don't even transmit it. And here we're giving them something that potentially could harm them. But to, to be able to, to, to be able to go to school, we have to give them this vaccine, which we uh, don't want to. Are your kids vaccinated with no. the other stuff? No. Okay. See, so you're an anti-vaxxer. Yes. Okay. So my daughter's had <laughs> my dad, but see, but that, it's a philosophy, yes. you know? And so my daughter's had every vaccine other than COVID. Mm. So um, again, there are theories about that. There are, Yes, there are side effects. Every vaccine has had side effects. Polio, measles, MTAP, all of all the ones that our kids have all had went through a period where a whole bunch of people got sick. Mm -hmm. And there's a percentage with every drug. I mean, I mean, why any drug that you have to see advertised on TV, it says, this could cause death. Yeah. It could cause suicide, <laughs> heart attack, leaky. And you're just like, why would I take this? You know, if you see this laundry list of disclaimers, the black labels on the boxes. Mm -hmm. So... I have to say, as a someone who's vaccinated, I mean, I, I've shoved measles in my kid. You know what I mean? Mm. So telling them she cannot go to school without a COVID vaccination, to me, I'm kind of like, okay, well, you know, just throw that on top of all the other junk that she has in her system. <laughs> I'm sorry, people. I know that that's so non-conservative no, no, trumper so of me. Yeah, but There are uh, thousands of unjabbed people who have been in close contact with others who have gotten the jabby. And they're uh, yes, having I, terrible side effects. But every that. vaccine is like that, Amy. So like there's a percentage, I, I don't know, 2% or whatever that have the measles vaccine and get sick, the polio vaccine and get sick. And then we suddenly in the United States, because of the whole anti-vac movement, had a rise of measles again mm -hmm. after, you know, it being eradicated in this country for decades. So I absolutely respect both sides of this argument. Yes. My, 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 my issue is having the choice. Again, the parents. But we don't choice. have a choice in the other vaccines. Hmm. I mean, I don't know how you managed to do it. No, I but... waited. Some of the uh, at the very last, as, as long as we could. There were some that they never got as a child. None of them got vaccinated as, as babies. As babies. Yes. Okay, but now they're all vaccinated. The ones that were necessary. Okay. See, yeah. so but the other ones they never, they still have never. But got. now, but most of them, most people have never been able to. I mean. The, are not able to escape it entirely. Yes. So just like in your experience, once you did finally put the kids in the school system, it's it's by law. Yes. I think there are, I forget how many there were, four or five? Yeah. Yep, something like that. But I've seen lists, uh, there was a list that came out the other day and it's like, this is a gigantic list of all these vaccines. Um, yeah, we got four or five. Um, yeah, my daughter's got, oh. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, who knows, you know, if, if that, if the microwave doesn't kill her, but you, but you decided to do that. I mean, it, again, it was your choice. I, only because I didn't want to fight the system. No. Only because I wanted to send her to school and I knew it inevitably I was going to face this issue. So you make a decision, mm -hmm. am I going to send them to school? Then I'm just going to yeah. get the vaccines over with. Well, I guess that's the, you know, that's the, the one positive for my kids not being in element in public school until they were way older. Yes. Is that I, I was able to wait when they, their bodies, 
based on some of the issues that we hear about vaccines, they were older and the bodies were able to process. Right. And I don't think anybody could say definitively that the kids that got autism or other kinds of uh, autoimmune disorders didn't get them for vaccines. They very Mm. well could have. Mm. Uh, And then we have critical race theory uh, and also that our children being taught that cops are bad, police are bad. Oh, it's horrible. um, But what place does that have in our schools? None. But do I want to stop them from learning math and science? I don't know about you, but I'm not a very good teacher. <laughs> I mean, I, one homework assignment and me and my daughter putting on boxing gloves. Oh, I don't, so, know. I don't know that they, I want to go to homeschooling. It's just, but if you, if, if a large that? enough people did not take their kids to school, the, the, the thing is when kids are homes, when they don't, uh, when they get, when they don't go to school, when they call them sick or whatever, or go out on vacation, the, that goes and they don't get paid for those kids. The blue the flu. You want to do a yeah blue flu. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I, I because of my experience, I've gone the Christian route, so that didn't solve my problem. So if you're saying none of us go to school, none of the kids go to school, and we do not homeschool them, if we don't risk them becoming like brain dead, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. A protest, a protest. Oh, of, sure. uh, Hey, we just you know if uh, you know say a hundred, a hundred kids didn't show up, that's going to affect you know. Oh, sure. I think there's a lot and of we And we show up across the street from the school. It's like a Rosa Parks the yeah. boycott, you know? Yeah. I mean, we have to start being creative about what we do. Across from the elementary school and the junior high are parks. We just, all the families with their kids, and we call in sick, and we show up at the parks uh, and have an event. And we do That'd that. That'd be great. With protests, like our rallies. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. And just keep doing that. I'm down. Yeah. I'm yeah. down with doing that. I know. I'm not. I'm, there's no... I. You and I homeschooling? It took me two years to get my kids in the public school. Get them homeschooling. That is, uh, yeah, we're not teachers. No. (laughs) Way far from it. Then we can teach adults. We're just not going to keep teaching kids. Char says, the flu vaccine is optional. COVID vaccine should be two. Uh, Oh, don't even get me started on CRT. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And I've been sending vaccines for years. I'm not anti-vax. That's an insulting label. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Why'd you, why'd you say that about Amy? I didn't say that about Amy. Oh I just said, I said that about you. I said, are you an anti-backer? <laughs> well, not, I mean, there's certain things. I mean, again, some of these vaccines have been around for a long time and over the period of time, they got them right. Right. You take, you, you change the, uh, the chemical I had makeup. I no idea or, that was an insulting thing. An anti-backer. Yeah. Oh, did you know that was insulting? No, yes. you did not. You didn't know it was insulting. Yes, it's so insulting. Oh my God. You I couldn't believe you said it. Things. When you said it, I went, oh my gosh. People are you kidding? No. Um, okay. Uh, but vaccines, but this vaccine, again, I think it was necessary for the elderly. It was necessary to come up with something because you couldn't give them the other thing that hydroxychloroquine, oh. and you couldn't give them the other yeah. uh, because, uh, you know, they, they said it was going to kill you. Right. But we, it turns out that it's, it's per, it was actually a really, and still is a good, uh, what's the early, early intervention, early intervention when you're feeling some of the, um, that you may you may have it if you take it early enough it could keep you from getting really really sick um but for the elderly where it's devastating and and killing them quickly you you, we have to have a vaccine for them um even in its early stages where it still hasn't quite been worked out all the bugs probably i'm dying to know what it was like when they first started like dtap or polio Mm -hmm. like i wonder how people felt about it back then well it's like the 
anything. It, it just takes time to get everything. Kind of, oh, we're finding that we're enlarging people's hearts, right? Or we're, it's a, there's some inflammation. What do we need to change in the chemical to keep that from happening? Right? But that's how the only way you can find those things out is by giving it. Right. Right. And so, so we if, just, the rest so, of us just want to push it off as long as possible. Yeah, but it, yes. But it just makes sense. Okay. We have the elderly, right? We have a large number of people that are, they're definitely going to die if they get COVID for the most part, or they're going to get very, very ill and have some problems. So let's, you know, why not? Because the alternative is they die. Yeah. Right. And so they're, those are the people I have to give to. But when kids are, Again, these are based on studies not only in the United States but in a, across the world. Is that children just simply aren't as as uh, harmed by it, and sometimes they have it and don't even realize they have it, and the children aren't dying from it. So why are we giving them something that's experimental, right? When we can see what's happening with the <laughs> with the people that need it, right? There, and we need time. It's not something that I think should be mandated. And uh, they're they're making it, you can't go anywhere now. You can't get on a plane. You can't get on a cruise. We knew this was happening. Like, yes, we knew this was going to happen. And all of us that have had it, like you and I, we have the antibodies. Yeah. No. I mean, so what? And, and we've heard that any giving it to somebody that has antibodies is also a, a no-no. That it's it's causing you to be less, um, uh, you know, protected by it. I mean, I'm terrified of autoimmune diseases. So yeah. you really would have to strap me down and threaten me with bodily harm before I take a vaccine. <laughs> See? No, but I don't think that way about my daughter because she's otherwise healthy and she's, you know what I mean? So it's like, it depends on where you are. Like for you, I'd worry significantly. You just had cancer treatment. You yep. have those cells in your body. And uh, because basically they're saying the people who have had a reaction have mm. a sensitivity to autoimmune diseases, either because they have a weakened immune system or because there's something about the mRNA that's reacting with their immune systems. It's causing these inflammations and chronic conditions to flare up. Mm. So for me and you, I, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't want to do that. But for an otherwise healthy child, um, to me, the risk is a little less. Yep. And then the other thing I brought up is the masks. If they're going back to mask mandates where we know that they've shut down or they've suggested a shutdown in LA again. I thought uh, they already did. No. Yeah, I, yeah. I think it, I'm not sure if it was mandatory. I think it was suggested. I could be wrong. I've not seen that the news on that lately. But we we've heard other places across the country that have had uh, July Fourth celebrations shut down because of this variant. But again, when we go back to masks, again, this new study this came out just the other day. I think it was yesterday, the day before yesterday, from JAMA, which is the Journal of American Medicine, something like that, Association, yeah. something like that, um, that said that uh, it's dangerous. These masks are causing us to breathe, and especially our children, to, to breathe carbon uh, monoxide. And I mean, and that's Oh, that's like first grade. That's like I know. Grade science. We all knew this, but but, but, if but you cover your face. You're gonna I mean, like, did you do? Did you do that game yes. as a kid where you used to blow in a bag and like yes, pass, uh, make yourself pass out? I yes. mean, it's, it's like science from the sixth grade. But again, I mean, people are like, oh no, it's wear a mask, and then you have the studies that all the way back to 2016 that said that there's not the mask is not going to stop a virus. Speaking of, did you see the guy in the gym today doing that? Yeah, he had this big thing on his. Face. I was like, dude, I'm just waiting for you to pass out. He was like knocking himself out with this face mask that covered his like entire face. Yeah. I was like, dude, you're gonna drop. If they go back to having kids wearing masks when they're running track and when they're doing all this stuff, swimming. <laughs> again, we just gotta take the. I'm not saying take them out forever. Just we got to protest. We got to say, hey, we're not taking our kids back to school until you straighten this crap out. And uh, and you know, start, be there. start making your picket signs. <laughs> I will, <laughs> I will. But if we need, we need to be loud now. This is, get back to just teaching math yes. and uh, uh, grammar. Leave the health to us. Yeah, leave everything else to us. We'll take care of it.
Uh, Shari says, or Shar, sorry, everything I've read in cases I know personally points to the vaccine being more deadly and dangerous to children than COVID. Probably. Absolutely. Absolutely. Again, I've been reading a lot about it lately and I've uh, been hearing a, a bunch of experts uh, talk about it. Uh, Amy says, um, laugh out loud, Hedia. I didn't even hear you say anti-vax. Stop insulting Andy. Stop insulting me. I, did, I mean, I, did, I didn't know there was an insult. I didn't know <laughs> saying you're an anti-vax is an insult. I mean, you were an anti-vaxxer in the sense that you didn't an anti-vaxxer. It's just it's not necessary to give babies these vaccines. We were seeing that it was causing mental illness that it's got, you know, got, at least the, the thought is, and then it's causing uh, autism and all this kind of stuff. I know. Why take a chance? If they don't have to have it then. But you circumcised your boys, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. I didn't want them to get laughed at in the shower. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> Say no. I know. I felt bad. But like I was thinking, like, do, is this necessary? Oh, like, it's a biblical commandment. I know, but uh, it was one of those things. But uh, I just didn't think it wasn't necessary, so we didn't do it. And and that wasn't because of the other person that you know. It was I. I was a lot, I was right right there. Like, do we have to do it? They made us feel guilty, right? The oh, doctors and nurses I, came I, in. And I go, wasn't. Well, I you're was not, not. You're not giving your child your babies vaccine. Not no, I'm not giving my baby. My dad would have would harassed yeah. me. My the. Yeah. Higher childhood of No, power. just said no. Get that stuff. No. And then they came in like and asked 10 times. Yeah. And no less than 10 times, which each one of the kids and said, I can't, we, you know, you know, you, you should get your children. No, we're not. Yeah. But we're you not. were able to do that because you homeschooled for the beginning yes. years. Yes. Oh my gosh. So we have a, a lot to be paid attention to. Make sure you go to your school boards. Make sure you know who is in the school board. Uh, and again, if you want some, you know, you know, firsthand. Um, if you want to be there firsthand, I would uh, say, you know, you should run for a school board member and some of the other positions that are in Absolutely. there. Do, do you know what the Orange County trustees is? Do you know what that is? Orange County school trustees? No. Me either. But they voted for CRT. They support it. Remember I was telling you, Karen posted that article too. Yeah. So, but I don't know who that group is. I, I see. And this is the thing we, as parents, and I know my parents, my parents didn't know who the PTA members were. They didn't know who the school board members they didn't were. Care. They, nobody cares. They just go to work and they assume everything's going to be okay. And I think that that's still the case with a lot of parents, even today, that they just simply think that, um, nah, they, they're going to do the right thing. They're, they're not going to do it. You can't leave them uh, alone. No. These people are crazy. Shara says she saw me at the gym. Shara, yeah. why didn't you say hello? <laughs> uh. Oh, they saw you at the yes, gym the other day. Yes, introduce yourself. Uh, yeah, come please. and say hi. All right, so we're going to be active uh, in our school. We're going to be paying attention. Uh, oh, the letter that I sent last night to the school board and the school district, um, I did get. I got a reply from the trustees. It was a. It was a bot. It said, oh. "Thank you for your interest in our school community." And so I replied. I go, "You didn't because I I specifically wanted them to tell me where they are for these did things it say against." It was an automatic response? Well, then I sent a message saying, "Well, I, I appreciate that you appreciate that I sent you an email." <laughs> I said, "But you didn't answer the questions." The very same message came back. That's when I realized that that was a bot. Okay. So they a human being doesn't even look at it. That's that's how much they care about parents and what we think. Well, I know causing a ruckus at their meetings is unappreciated, so we should continue doing that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did get a response from one of the school board members. Oh. And uh, he, considering there's all women, you probably know who it is. Uh, he said, uh, I want to talk. Uh, let's talk as soon as you get a awesome. chance. And so I responded, let me know when, and we'll talk. Great. Yeah. So I got a, I got a response from one of the school board members, which is awesome. I love that. So I'll have that opportunity to talk a little bit about what's going on. Um, 
Shar says, because you were with a trainer, didn't Oh, that it was you. <laughs> that it was me. Oh, like, I don't think she missed the red hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please interrupt anyways. What, I would what, like to meet you. We were just laughing. We were just laughing a little, uh, a little bit ago because, uh, this is uh, a second trainer in our area. Okay, don't the first don't one. The on first me. one was like having a teacher that you don't get along with, like is not motivating in the right way. Was kind of a jerk, right? Yes. And so you found a different trainer at a different gym. Yes. And this 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 He's trainer's awesome. way better. He's a awesome. very good guy. So I come to the gym. Shard obviously didn't notice me, uh, but <laughs> I come to the gym and the trainer. the same day. And I come in and the trainer goes, I want you to know that Hedia did so good today. She really did really well like with, all of, with all of her exercises. I go, oh, really? She did good. Well, I'll give her a little gold star on. <laughs> you gave me a gold star, didn't you? I thought that was so nice of him to give me a little report on how you did. And, and how you perform. I'm telling you, I think he thinks I'm some kind of like bratty kid that was like, <laughs> I don't want to work out. He bothers me. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, my hubby and I emailed the board and oh, got good. responses. Very good. Awesome. Well, let's Squeaky keep it up. wheel gets the grease. Yeah, we're going to keep that up. And Amy said, I love the story about the first trader. <laughs> oh my God. My escapades uh, here in yeah, the sorry. land of gracious living. I don't know why our cameras going out of focus in. All right. Anything else? Anything else in our schools that uh, we need to make sure that people are aware of? It's just, if it was just one thing, we could focus on that. The, the problem is, and I understand what you're saying about some of these issues, um, but I, I don't want my teacher talking about anal sex to my kid in kindergarten. I, I, I don't care. I don't care that they can hear it on a YouTube video. I don't care. The teacher is supposed to two plus two is four. You spell cat C-A-T. I don't want, and you spell anal, A-N-A-L. I know. No, I, that, that, that doesn't belong. It doesn't belong in kindergarten. doesn't belong in first, second, third, fourth. Elementary I school is for playing handball. I absolutely. Handball with a ball. I absolutely <laughs> agree. But I'm just saying that I think we need to find alter, alternative methods for fighting it, whether it is mm -hmm. public scrutiny, attending the meetings. Yes. But like pulling the kid out of school doesn't solve the problem in a, in a protest, not to not indefinitely. Yeah. Because I've done that. We all got to work. Yeah. We all got things to do. And I, I, I just don't think, um, in this day and age, any other school is exempt. Well, you just need to be involved. Yeah. So the parents need to exactly. be involved. We have a lot of parents that aren't That's involved. That's the conclusion. And uh, be involved in your kids' lives too. Yes. Not just at the school board. Yes. Yes. This is how it's going to all work. Uh, is if we do this, if we all work together, uh, there's a new, uh, what, what, what's it called? Your Belinda Republic or Republicans of your Belinda. What I is the new group? That was, is, is... I, I can't remember if it's your Belinda Republicans or your Republicans of your Belinda. I don't, I don't want to, um, give names of people that, uh, we learned this from yet because I'm not sure how they want to introduce this because I get, it's uh, a Facebook page, but it's, it's, so far it's a Facebook group, right? A page or group, um, Republicans of your Belinda which it tends to be conservatives and uh, conservative Christians and Republicans who don't want this stuff in the schools. So it just makes sense uh, to, to join uh, this particular group of people. Although Marilyn claimed to be a Republican and she voted for CRT. That's uh, what happened with the other one, the congressperson in Chino, remember? They're all mad yeah. at her too. Or, or the, yeah, it was a congressperson too or something that went to... It was that voted for about the insurrection that oh, January 6th was an insurrection. Yes. Remember that? I can't remember. Yeah, was she, or? yeah or was she in Huntington Beach? Because we had a couple of people come from Orange County that are 
church supported too. Okay. Well, it, uh, it was a congressperson. So it was yeah. a, somebody at, at the federal level that we put there who actually voted um, against the president on all of that stuff that happened after the rally, which was just shocking. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, how could you believe that nonsense? I don't know. They've lost their ever-loving mind. Yes. You know, it's okay for uh, almost a year destroying federal buildings, police departments, uh, blinding cops with lasers and throwing trash can lids and hitting them in the head and shooting them in the head. Uh, that's okay. And we'll bail those people out. But one day we're and a lot more is coming out about uh, FBI informants that were involved and other people being involved, cops letting people in. So it's, it's just not as clean. Uh, and that is requiring a whole investigation and a, and a, and a whole uh, new but the investigation is being run by the investigators. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's the craziest thing. So we can just... investigators are being run by the investigation. The investigation is being run by the <laughs> investigators who actually did the crimes. So it's like, <laughs> yes, it's like the, the fox watching the hen house. Oh my gosh. Uh, and asking the fox to report on whether the chickens are still alive. Yeah. Okay. okay. So Dinner just be involved, time. be involved in your schools. Um, private message me, uh, and, uh, and let me know what, what your position is and how it is you want to be involved. Make sure an email, uh, again, I'm pretty sure my email made sense this morning. I wrote it at one o'clock in the morning or something like that. I can't remember when I did. No, it was before I went to the gym. I wrote it just before I went to the, like in 15 minutes, I was that fired up. I thought about it all night long and I just had to That's get it off my chest. Sleep. Yeah. I had to get it off my chest. Um, but I woke up and, uh, and typed it out and sent it, but uh, be involved. And, uh, like you say, the squeaky wheel. Uh, gets the grease. Thank you, everyone. All right, my friends. We love you guys. Thanks for joining me, Hedia. Oh, anytime. I know. Yeah, if if you're wondering why I started without her, it's because we were so hungry. I go, okay. She goes, let's do this. I'll go, get, I'll go get, get something to eat while you start it. And then when I get back, uh, she said that she'll join me, which is exactly what happened. You, you did exactly what you said. Thank you. I'm getting a uh, moment of my word. Yes, you are. All right, my friends. We love you guys. Uh, stay involved. And uh, we'll be talking to you soon. And say hi at the gym when you see us, Char. Yes. All right. Take care. Good night. Bye. Good night. Bye.